clearly uh, disappointed with the outcome Saturday night. Some of uh, my biggest fears came uh, came true uh, on the field. We have struggled in the past against physical teams, big physical teams. We saw it against BYU and Boise. At times we saw it even in some wins against Air Force and UNLV and the Colorado State was concerned about some of our matchups and and we just um, we just didn't handle some of those physical matchups really well. Uh, we needed some things to go our way and they just didn't. They made all the plays. We made mistakes that were at critical times from the fumble to the kickoff return and ball was kicked well on a target and, and we did not cover it well, snap over the head of the holder. And, and then when you get them backed up on the two to give a, give up an explosive run and, and maybe even one of the things kind of subtly um, because of the rushing yards, I don't know if it, it looked as obvious, but just, we didn't win any 50, 50 balls uh, with the exception of Devin Wright's one uh, DT's I'm sorry, DT's catch. We didn't win any other 50, 50 balls on offense. And we lost most of those battles uh, on defense as well. So it um, concerned about it all week. We, we, you know, we went into it hoping we could uh, minimize some of those mismatches and, and just didn't do a good job of that. I think we would, we would scheme completely differently defensively. If we played them again tomorrow, we learned some lessons along the way uh, based off how we're built. And I think we'd probably attack them a little bit differently offensively. So it's just one of those, you don't get back. we got to move forward. We don't got time to dwell on it. We got to take care of our business this week. It's time to, time to go to Albuquerque on Friday on a short week and, and find a way to get uh, a win number nine and, and hope we get some help. Uh, out of San Diego State, there's still five teams that could potentially play in the championship game. We're all we're all hoping somebody helps us, and we're all hoping we can get our job done. So we'll see we'll see how that turns out. I think we're fortunate to be in this situation, this position, considering uh, just kind of how the what the expectations of the season were for a lot of people. Um, we are uh, definitely not satisfied. Just just took one on the chin. We got to get back up and, and dust off and learn from it and move forward. And do it do it very quickly. What questions do you have? Okay, I guess I'll start. Um, All you, man. All you. <laughs> All right. Well, New Mexico was coming off a, a pretty promising end of their last season, beating Wyoming and uh, I want to say Fresno State. Uh, They've been kind of hard luck this year with some injuries all over the field, especially offensively, especially the quarterback position. So you've coached long enough. I'm sure you've been in this spot before. Uh, how much do you feel for a, a team that's kind of going through the ringer like that? Well, Danny Gonzalez, a good close friend of mine, and Rocky Long is like my football dad, if that makes any sense. He gave me my first opportunity Division One football. So, yeah, I hate what they're going through, but – you know, this particular week, I tell them always, I want them, I want them to win every, all of them but one. I mean, this week it's about surviving. I've been through that before. Uh, we had uh, we had a season at Arkansas State where we had 19 guys out for the year, and and you know, at the end of the day, you still got to find a way. They've they've done a really good job. They're still playing great defense, and they figured out a way to manage what they can offensively and stay competitive and stay very frustrating with the changes they've made offensively. Uh, I know they haven't, uh, you know, they they did I – mean, we just got through playing Wyoming. 14-3 to three tells you all you need to know, that they stoned them and and that is what they're capable of. So uh, I just have to assume that they're going to play their best game. I have 
I, I think Rocky Long is the best defensive mind in football, in my opinion. That's just me. Maybe I'm biased, but uh, he is. Um, he finds a way to create havoc, and he does it honestly with, uh, I think, lesser um, bodies in terms of just depth and maybe size. Uh, he just always has. I've seen him do it up close when I worked for him, and I've seen him do it every year since. So I, I, I don't care what the record is. They'll play great. They always, they always find a way, and uh, we, we need to play great as well. Coach Al here. Um, can I ask you about how Logan Bonner feels? Obviously, physically, didn't look good at the end of the game. And then the next thing is, if he creates havoc all the time, how are you going to protect the quarterback? Because really, the last two weeks, he's been hit a lot. Yeah, he's been hit way too much. Uh, we've had some matchups that, that, that didn't play in our favor. and I thought, um, you know, he just keeps getting back up. How he feels, he feels terrible. He, but he's in the building yesterday. Coach, I'm ready to go. Uh, he'll, by the end of the week, he'll feel better. Uh, we're, we're, um, we're battling with what we have on O-line. They're doing some good job. You know, there's some good things that people – there's some really good defensive fronts in this league. And at times, we look really, really good. At times, we get exposed in some one-on-ones. I thought Wyoming did a phenomenal job of, of you know, hitting us. Didn't sack us but once, I think, but, but got to them way too much. And, and we're growing up. You're really in front of everybody right out there on the field. We're going to have to do a phenomenal job moving the launch point, playing with tempo, max protecting at times, sliding it at times, you name it. There's a, you know, screen up. you got to figure out every way you can to slow rock down. Uh, they're, you know, like I said, one of the best in the country at doing at getting to the quarterback. They've hit everybody they've played all year. And we'll, we'll have to, uh, you know, we'll have to do a great job of matching up and trying to figure out where things are coming from buying as much time as we can, obviously be smart about the tempo of how we play, the timing of how the ball comes out, the launch point as which into which we throw it from. You have to take everything into consideration when you're preparing for this front and, and making sure that you, uh, you don't let them get a beat on exactly when you're and where you're going to be in the tempo and timing that the thing's going to come out. Joey Noble for them, defensive end, has 15 and a half tackles for loss. Uh, he was honorable mention all Mountain West, so it's not like he's a revelation. He was a good player last year. But uh, is that is he more of a product of a uh, rocky scheme, his skill set, a combination of both? Why is he so effective? Well, it, his skill set obviously fits what they do. They, they create a lot of movement. They're all about trying to get one-on-ones and letting those guys really freely run, and, and he's super quick. So that first step for him – uh, in the 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 inability to ID exactly what's coming, he he thrives in that situation. It, it's it's going to be you know we're going to do a really really good job of IDing it, getting guys covered up, buying time. You're, you're not going to keep the quarterback from getting hit. The question is, can you get the ball out effectively and, and and reduce the hits and stay away from the big big negative play? Uh, if you watch, they do a great job of keeping people off schedule. And it's very important that we have productive plays, stay away from the off-schedule down, and, and hopefully survive the hits that we do take on the quarterback, try to minimize those the best we can. Coach, did you read your team yesterday when you met with them, or I'm sure maybe on the weekend after the game, that they still, I mean, the five-game losing, the winning streak and losing the reading streak didn't bother them or anything like that? Oh, it bothers them. There's no doubt. It bothers us all. There wasn't anybody in a good mood yesterday, but uh, I told them they got till 5 o'clock this afternoon. At 5.01, when I step in the room for a team meeting, it's time to move forward. 
and coaches included. We, uh, you know, we talk about failing forward all the time. We, we made some mistakes. Wyoming beat us. We didn't play well. We didn't execute well. Learn from it and move forward. Uh, we cannot stay stationary. We can't drag this one along. Worst thing we can do is drag this thing with us all week long and go play less than our very best on Friday. And it's a short week on the road against a super difficult uh, defensive scheme to play against. And what they're doing now on offense is just as difficult to match up to. So we we uh, we have to learn and move forward. They got till 5 o'clock today. That's it. 5.01, it's time to move forward and uh, figure out how to um, to go win number nine. I think the best thing about that whole conversation is we have the chance to win number nine, and we can still be playing for a title a week from now if we take care of business. You know, everybody needs some help right now. Everybody needs some help. There's, uh, you know, there's just scenarios are all crazy, and somebody's got to beat somebody, and somebody's got to lose. Um, you know, San Diego State may be the only ones that really control their destiny. I, I You know, it's just – it is what it is. So we uh, – we need to uh, be be grateful and and excited about the opportunity that's ahead of us, and not deal with the mistake from from behind us. And that was my question about their offense. Uh, they didn't have a hundred yards or close to it against Boise State. What are they doing, or what do you think they'll do with their offense this week with their quarterback, like it's been, and everything else? No, I, I, they've gone straight triple option uh, with. Uh, you know, kind of a pistol eye formation with a receiver in the backfield and a quarterback, you know, the quarterbacks that can that can deliver the dive and pitch and play action off of it. So it's it's you know, they I think they realize with injuries and, and personnel midseason that they had to make some changes. I remember talking to Danny midseason and he he kind of indicated, you know, he said, you know, I'm gonna have to make some decisions. They they changed to it against Wyoming. They got a win, they developed and evolved every week become more and more diverse out of it. Yeah, and it is um it is creating, you know, it's creating those opportunities. And like you said, Fresno had to chase them down. Boise had to chase them down from behind. They pop some big runs and then they get some guys open in one-on-ones. Now sustaining it has been a problem for them, but that's come down to defensive fronts creating pressure and and getting back in the backfield and, and making things difficult. And that's going to be our job and our responsibility uh, defensively is to to get back there and, and make it tough for them to create rhythm and get to all their different options off the triple. But I expect to see a heavy dose of dive quarterback pitch and play action off of it and all the bells and whistles that come with it. Hey, good afternoon, Coach. It's RJ Salveson. Uh, I wanted to ask, have you ever had in the last week of your season, like have everything kind of come down to the final week in regards of who makes the conference title game and all that, especially with these two games being played about the near same time. You ever had that in your coaching career? You know, a uh, couple years there at Arkansas State before the championship game was put in play, uh, we've had we had games where you know we win, we're in, we win, uh, we win, we tie, we lose, somebody else gets it. We we've had a week where we had to win and needed a loss. So it's not that foreign to to what we're dealing with. I'm not sure about this particular group. It's not an environment they've been in recently. So that's really the more of the challenge. But yeah, I've been here a handful of times throughout the course of my career. And it, really all you can control is you. All we can control is us going and playing the best ball we can. We can't worry about who wins or loses outside of that. Uh, we just need to control what we do, how we prepare this week and how we play on Friday and the rest will take care of itself. And either way, if we get help or don't, if we can go win number nine, it'd be a huge accomplishment, have a great bowl game ahead of us and an opportunity to win 10, 
hope and pray that we get help and that we get the opportunity to play next week. But, but um, you know, we, we can only control us, and, and that's where all our focus needs to be. And then, Coach, I ask this respectfully, but with all the job openings that have occurred now in the P5 conferences, I'm sure you're a hot commodity. Have you received calls? Have you taken calls? Do you have any interest at all? No, I haven't taken any calls. Uh, I don't deal with that stuff, to be honest with you. I got uh, a great agent that handles that. Man, we've just been focusing on trying to get to the championship game and win a championship. So it's, uh, it's been really quiet. and All my focus has been on us winning games. Thanks, Coach. Sure. Jason asked about Noble. It looks like to me they've really got about five really good playmakers on defense, a couple guys in the secondary, the one linebacker, the two defensive linemen. But would you agree that that's where their real talent is in those spots, those guys? Well, that's where they create the most trouble for you is, you know, dealing with how they attack the line of scrimmage with players from the second and third level. That's Rocky's specialty. You uh, you just can't get a beat on it. And, you know, his whole philosophy, and he's done a phenomenal job, maybe better than anybody uh, in this business, at just kind of taking a bunch of bodies, nameless, faceless bodies. Uh, you know, obviously we all knew who Erlacher was, but he hasn't had Erlacher in a long, long time. Just putting them in a position, teaching them really, really well how to take advantage of the scheme and be prepared to make plays. And so I think they spread it around where they're they're expecting a bunch of different guys to get involved, and the stats show that. Coach Anderson, I have to ask about their freshman running back. He had a really big game against Fresno State a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what do you see from him that uh, makes him effective? Super quick, low center gravity, powerful. And if you look at the runs that he hit, he stepped through tackles on most of them. And because they've got your eyes in other places, it's no similar, you know, it's no different than playing Air Force when they you know, you're chasing quarterback and pitch and the dive. The trap play goes, you know, with Roberts down the middle. They're doing the same thing. They're doing it a little differently. It's, a, it's blocked a little differently, but it's the same issue. Eyes chasing quarterback, eyes chasing pitch, the motion back or the speed sweep back, and all of a sudden the tailback is right down or really kind of gets probably more the fullback in this particular system is right out the gate, out of the A-gap, and there's nobody left to, to get it on the ground. They've had, they've, Boise had to chase him down from behind. Fresno had to chase him down from behind. Uh, UNLV had to chase him down from behind. I mean, it's it's been a weekly occurrence, and it's keeping them right in the mix. So you could have great eye discipline, and everybody's got to do exactly what's asked of them, or somebody, whether it be fullback, quarterback, pitch, you know, whatever it may be, those guys are going to get out the gate on you. That's that's the the difficulty with triple option football. Anybody else? Well, you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to ask you one other, one other question about the Wyoming game. Uh, I mean, ultimately, was it more about the defensive scheme or was it more correctable stuff like gap control, technique? What, what was the biggest uh, problems on rush defense? You know, honestly, really, personnel, the way we matched up to them, I think we, we would take a different approach. Uh, we probably should have matched personnel with personnel more than we did. Uh, I, I think that's one of those things that we'd like to have back. And then – that created some gap control issues because of some of those matchups. Just, you know, not being able to hold point, not being able to contain and squeeze down gaps. It, it was just really just a physical mismatch. We knew, we've known all along from day one, beginning of the season, that there were some physical matchups that we were going to struggle with until we can recruit bigger, develop bigger, bring some guys along, 
we've been able to mask it and survive it a lot of weeks. There's some games that we obviously didn't. BYU and Boise, we didn't. Those matchups, we couldn't get guys on the ground. We couldn't hold point. Um, this particular game, you know, we just Coach Bannon and I talked to him. He's frustrated. You know, I think I'd, if we played him again tomorrow, I would adjust some matchups, adjust some personnel packages so that we could be a little bit stronger at the point, and it might reduce some of those explosives that we gave up. But, you know, that's what you learn first time through the league. You really don't know. Uh, exactly what you're going to see or what it's going to look like. We'll know a lot more in the future. And, you know, this one, again, you got to fail forward. We, we, we made some mistakes. We didn't play very well in any of the three phases at all. We learned some lessons and, and pick it up and move on. And, and unfortunately, it put us in a position where we now we need some help from other folks. One quick thing when you mentioned that there, Coach, you earlier talked about we're going to maybe have to recruit or whatever different do you feel like do you have any development guys that can eventually be bigger for you in the trenches or is no. that going to have to be recruited uh, some of both yeah we got some young guys that are just aren't ready to to go out there and play on a down and down basis we've got some guys that are injured that are standing on the sideline getting healthy that have that opportunity and we've got just some um some recruiting some needs that we knew we had all along that we're working on so we need to the, the crazy thing about this league is one week you've got to be able to attack big physical bodies and 12 and 13 personnel. And the very next week you're spread out with speed and space in 10 and 11. So it's super diverse, probably more diverse than what I've dealt with the last seven years in, uh, in the Sun Belt. Uh, definitely way more diverse than what I dealt with in Conference USA. And so we're going to have to, we're going to have to kind of think about it strategically how we want to, to continue to build. Uh, we're still always going to put a premium on speed and quickness. I think it fits our nature, but we do at least need to have the opportunity, even if it's by sub-packaging our personnel, have the ability to stand up against 12 and 13 type personnel like we've seen several times this year and play uh, more physical, uh, be stronger at the point of attack to make things bubble and slow things down so our speed can, can uh, help us out. And it, it, we just didn't do that. Saturday in a way that that allowed us to to make them punt the ball and get them off the field. Anything else for Coach Anderson? Appreciate it. All right, everybody. We got uh, junior running back Calvin Tyler Jr. Calvin had his third hundred yard rushing game of the season last weekend. Go ahead and ask him questions. Calvin Al Lewis from KBNU and Logan. I think just everybody want to know what the team's feeling is to have a five-game win streak stop like it was last week. And then now you're in this situation where you have to win, but then you have to hope for other people to win too. Uh, I mean, one thing, we thankful for uh, the five-game win streak. Uh, all our uh, goals still intact. I feel like we just ready to get that bad taste out of them off and get back to uh, playing. And as far as this week coming up, we just got to take it one game at a time. And like you said, I hope that uh, one team get it done for us. But other than that, we we still thankful for everything we accomplished this year so far. You look like you're getting back to your health. Is is that a fair way to put it? Yes, sir. I most definitely am. I feel very good Saturday. I could have kept rolling. But, um, yeah, I feel I feel good. You know, just go keep uh, attacking rehab and uh, treatment. Calvin Ajay Salveson, uh, how much pressure is on you guys to go win on Saturday now with now you need help and 
And you, I don't, you guys can't scoreboard watch, obviously, but how much pressure is there on you as players to have to go win Saturday afternoon now? Or Friday, sorry. I mean, I wouldn't say it's pressure. I, we just know we got to execute. And um, from here on out, every, everything's a must win. And um, I think we're just going to do the same thing we've been doing, just executing, um, t- attacking practice, attacking our lives, attacking meetings like we uh, usually do. And we're just going to take it one day at a time and one game at a time. One degree better every day, which is Coach Motto, and that's what we're going to do. Calvin, ultimately, how much was uh, uh, Saturday's game against Wyoming a reminder of how, how difficult it is to win week in and week out in college football and how it's just really a week-by-week game? Right. Uh, like you said, so, um, every, it's, hard, it's hard to win, especially in conference play. It's always hard to win, so that's why we thank for every win we get. Um, as far as, like, uh, it been difficult. I think we just got outplayed, but we did. We attacked it like, like I said, we attacked every day. Like, uh, it's a difficult uh, challenge or whatever, and um, we just uh, just got out executed. That's all it was. But we had the same mindset from from the work, first week to the, uh, here. So just got out, uh, out executed last week, and that's all it was. Calvin, how does the, how does the offense feel in a game like that? when you have been so good offensively, been able to move and come back on people and get big plays and all of that, and then continue to fall behind and not be able to finish and get more points? Uh, we felt the same way. The energy on the sideline to me was still, like, positive. Like, even though we was down, we just we, we know us. We, uh, we know how to respond from, uh, like, when we down after half or whatever. But um, the energy, like I said, was great, but um, – it got it, it hurt. I'm not gonna lie. It kind of hurt us not being able to uh, operate like we uh, normally do. But it's just a learning process, and it's college football. Like we say, it's hard to win, especially in conference play. But we're gonna take it one game at a time. We're gonna regroup. We're gonna get back to the drum boards this weekend. Gonna be ready for Saturday. Well, Friday. And I don't know how deep you've gotten into New Mexico, but they really only allowed two offensive touchdowns to Boise State in a 37 to nothing game that Boise won. So you know you're facing another team that has been hard to run and pass against this team this week. Right. And what do you know so far? Yeah, like, uh, we're not looking past no team. We know, like I said, it's hard to win, so we know this is going to be another challenge for us, but we're going to just um, do what we normally do. We're going to execute, and when the play is there, we're going to go make plays. Calvin, how hard was it to come for those 809 yards on the, those 18 carries? It just seemed like that game was so physical both ways on both sides of the ball, but for you – individually how hard was it to get that 109 um it wasn't physical when i go back when i once i watched film and uh watched last saturday game i feel like i could have had a lot more than 109 yards i missed a few gaps um but i mean they got one of the best linebackers in the country so they tried this with like having a 4-1 box but we we executed we ran the ball well uh i feel like we played a good game we just like, we got to count by seven, not by threes, and that's all it was to me. You guys have had success this year. How do you – how can you put that into words for us so far, Calvin, of joining this team and doing what they've done this year and, and won games like you have up until now, and you, now you want to win at least two or three more? Just got a group of guys that came – come together knowing we got a purpose, and um, we, we all know what we want. And that's to win a game, win a Mountain West championship and uh, whatever uh, else after that. But 
Uh, I think these guys, man, I love this guy. I love these guys. I wouldn't trade this team for nothing. It's probably one of the best teams I ever been on. And you can just see it, like, from my energy, like, Coach was just joking about we got to five o'clock for all them open, but I know once guys hit the doors, we get in the weight room. It's gonna be all smiles and laughs, and we just ready to get back to uh, playing. And like like I said, I wouldn't trade this team for nothing. I love these group of guys, and all we know is one degree better every day. And you, you, I think you you told us you knew Coach Keaton before you know you came here because of Oregon State and all, but. How, what can you tell us fans? I mean, we all loved him as a quarterback. What's he like as a running back coach? The same person he was as a uh, quarterback, but uh, he drives us. He pushes us every day. And I mean, like when it comes to like the offense, we, we probably, we probably know everything on the offense, what the tackle do, guard do. He's just one of them coaches that's uh, go uh, push the best, like push the best out of you and uh, get the best out of you. He's a good guy. Great guy. I love being around him. And um, you can tell he's still a competitor. Like, he still want to get out there and play with us, but he do a good job as a coach, and I love it, man. Early in the game with an injury and came back, was there any problems there? Or did you play with that the whole game, or are you feeling okay now? Uh, I just got, you know, kind of hit on the ankle in a funny way, and uh, it was just hard to walk on it for a little bit, but I walked it off, got it uh, taped up, and after that, it was it was fine. How was it emotionally for the defense to go through a game like that again, where you played so great against San Jose the week before, and then, of course, gave up everything, it seemed like, in this game? What was that like? Uh, it was definitely frustrating. You know, we uh, we felt like we had a good week of practice. We felt that we had a good game plan going in, and we just didn't execute. So on the sidelines, you know, we were trying to stay up as much as possible. Uh, I feel like all year long we've been a team that has had great energy on the sidelines. And – Sometimes it's hard, you know, you, you're out there giving up uh, big plays, not really stopping them the way you want to. But I think we did a good job this weekend of, you know, kind of finishing the game. There were a lot of times in the second half where we forced them to a field goal or we uh, forced them a punt. And, you know, I think a lot of guys could have just given up, could have, you know, thrown the towel in and not really cared about what happened. But I think we showed good pride. And I think that's, you know, a good, uh, a good stepping stone. What do you think all of you transfer guys have added to this team? I mean, you all came from different places or at least different schools, but a lot of them are winning schools or you've been in winning places. And this team has turned it around in their mentality and how they played and how they've gone after things. The coaches have done that, but what have the players done? Uh, I think we've all just brought our different knowledge, different experiences from other systems into this one. And I think one of the big things is all the transfers have kind of bought in would have been real easy to, you know, just kind of, been off to the side, just kind of doing our own thing. But I think everyone's kind of really realized that this is a team, that we're one family. And, you know, a lot of that's credit to the guys who were here before us who kind of welcomed us in with open arms. There was no real hostility. There was no, uh, like, apprehension about new guys coming in. It was all like, you know, you're, you're part of the team now. You're part of the family. Like, we love you like like a brother. And we all have the same goal. So let's go out and uh, – you know, win games and prove people wrong. Hunter, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. I mean, how much differently do you think Saturday's game might have gone if you, you know, it's just there was like one really bad play, it seems like, on in all three facets of the game. If you don't give up the kickoff return, if you don't have a bad snap on the on that field goal, if, uh, you know, you get a one more defense stop in the first half, uh, capitalize on one other situation offensively, how much different do you think that game could have could have been? 
Uh, I mean, there's a number of way of knowing. I think they, on a play-to-play basis, out-executed us uh, pretty consistently. So, I, you know, hats off to them. They had a great game plan. They executed their game plan. And I just think, you know, when you're giving up big plays, when you're giving up, you know, chunk plays, 10, 15 yards, what it seems pretty consistently, uh, it's really hard to win a game like that, especially coupled with um, miscues on special teams and the offense not uh, scoring the way they normally score. So it's just kind of a recipe for disaster, which we saw Saturday. Uh, Hunter, the coach a few minutes ago said that it looks like New Mexico's gone to a lot of options, you know, triple option and stuff. I mean, obviously, maybe you haven't really got into all the film study and all the game plan and stuff. But when you think back to playing like Air Force, for instance, what what do you have to do in your position and as a defense to handle teams like that when plays are run at you like, that way? A uh, big part of it is just doing your job, doing your assignment, having great eye discipline. I think in the Air Force game, our eye discipline was pretty poor, especially in the secondary. Uh, Colorado State, we had a similar game plan and – our eye discipline was much better that game and it showed in, you know, how we played on defense. And then even the wild, the Wyoming game uh, on Saturday, you know, it was a similar game plan as well. And I think we had a lot of lapses in there that, uh, that cost us. And I just think we need to kind of refocus and just really emphasize as we can practice doing our job, doing your assignment, trusting the man next to you to do his job and, I think, you know, we've shown this year that when we go out and execute, we can play at a really high level.